0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Tales from the Pros. And this is Michael Giorgio, your host and co-founder of Imagine Ovation. I have an amazing and very special guest with me here today. He is a New York Times best-selling author. The Wall Street Journal calls him a top influencer on the web. Forbes says he is one of the top 10 marketers. And Entrepreneur Magazine says he created one of the top 100 most brilliant companies. He was also recognized as a top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 30 by President Barack Obama and a top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 35 by the United Nations. He co-founded companies that many of you have heard of, such as Hello Bar, Crazy Egg, Kissmetrics, more, and also helped Fortune 500 companies like HP, Amazon, and the list goes on, to continue their revenue growth and helping them and their companies out. I appreciate it. This is a blessing and very humble to be here. This is Tales from the Pros, where business leaders and influencers share their stories of inspiration, struggles, and successes. And I'm your host, Michael Giorgio. Neil Patel. Neil, thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I uh, I know you're super busy, man. So uh, this is this is definitely a, a great opportunity. I can't I can't wait for, um, you know, my audience to hear your story and just to to provide your uh, expert insights. So um, yeah, we can kind of get get things kicked off. So so Neil, just to you know, I, I know many people have have heard of you around the world, and you know, me and my company have been following you and your content for years now. In fact. But I want everyone to essentially hear, hear your story. So can you give us like a bird's eye, bird's eye view on how you got to where you are today?
1: Yeah, um, the way I got here today is just doing it for 17 years and <laughs> cranking through the ups and downs and just keep on pushing forward. There really is no shortcuts. just you just keep chugging along and some things work out, some
0: things don't, but you just got to keep doing it. Did you always see yourself? As an entrepreneur, kind of reaching this level of success, or or how how did you tell me a little bit about your kind of your background? Did you did you always did you grow up in in a family with you know that was more business savvy, or uh, how how did you kind of grow up in that sense?
1: I did grow up in a family that was uh, business savvy. My mom's side of the family has done uh, well from business, and uh, yeah, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And technically, I didn't always want to be an entrepreneur. That's the only route that I knew of because I was so young when I started and I wanted to make money.
0: <laughs> were you always, I mean, were you always like a passionate marketer? How did you kind of get into marketing as well? Did you, or more, I would say digital marketing, right? Started a site, try to make money and realized that no one was going to come to it. I just thought
1: you pop up a site, people come to it and then eventually I learned that you need to do marketing.
0: Mm-hmm. And really like what, what steps did you take Neil and in, in building a strong authority? Cause you know, I, I mean, I, I see your videos on LinkedIn, um, really all over the place and I love them. I love the messages that you give and just the way you brand yourself and your companies, your, the products that you've built and, um, and, and just, and, and the community that you've built around the world and, and just your followers. So how, what steps did you really take to build such a strong authority in the digital marketing and SEO space?
1: Yeah. So, um, just helping people. I spoke at events, gave free advice, I blog, create videos. When you just put a ton of information out there and you help people, eventually you'll build up that authority. And it doesn't happen overnight, it doesn't happen over six months or even a year. It takes two, three, four or five years to really build up authority. You'll see little growth here and there, but it all adds up and it takes years for it to add up to being a substantial enough amount.
0: Was it what Well sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I didn't say anything. Okay. Um, so was it something like, I mean, I know obviously that there's no, you know, there there's no shortcuts or anything like that. Trust me, I, I know that from experience. It, you know, it takes it takes a lot of time and hard work and patience, um, and and just kind of getting yourself out getting yourself out there and on, you know, pretty much everywhere, uh, not just focusing on one one platform. But when you're building your authority, were you focused? I mean, do you think it's easier to focus in one niche? and just something that you're truly passionate about or what, what are your kind of thoughts on that? Uh,
1: it, it's, it's not, a, it, I do agree. You should end up focusing, but um, it's not even the niche. It, it, it's more the second part that you were talking about, which is your passion. Mm-hmm. See, the moment you're passionate about something, whether it's a niche or whether it's a big industry and you need to focus on one thing, but the moment you're passionate about it, you'll put in the time, the energy, the effort, everything that's needed to succeed. And that's what you need. It's things don't happen easily. They don't happen overnight. Um, they don't happen with little effort. And if you're not passionate, you're not going to put in the time and the effort and the hours, and you may end up giving up.
0: And obviously, you know, everyone knows that you're. You know, you're. It seems like you're a lot of your skill. I mean, you have this strong personal brand, of course, but you have this strong skill set. And um, you know, you have your company, Neil, Neil Patel Digital, and and you um, you guys offer. You know. Um, you know. Paid advertising services and SEO and content and social media, all that good stuff. But in regards to SEO, search engine optimization, what would you say to kind of just help people out? Because I think a lot of a lot of people, I mean, SEO is you know it's been going on for a long time. A lot of a lot of um, digital marketers know what it is, but other people who really don't, you know. I I work with a lot of startups and and even just other companies, traditional companies, and they're just they're not even on the web. It's crazy, man. Like I'll see companies out there and I'm like, have you done any SEO? And they're like, What do you mean SEO? And I'm like, Oh, you're you're kidding me, right? Like you haven't done any, you haven't tried to increase your rankings on Google. That's so powerful. So so in regards to SEO, what would you say are the most important strategies to, to essentially execute? in getting a website's rankings to the top of Google search. Obviously, we know content is king. Social media is important as well. Um, what, what, kind of, what, what would you say about that?
1: Yes, yeah, so you wanna make sure your on-page code is uh, Google friendly and you can use any tool. Like I have a free SEO analyzer on my neilpatel.com site. You can pop a, your URL in there. I'll tell you all the errors that Google's seeing. You can fix them and that'll help you. If you're on a WordPress blog, there's a plugin called the Yoast SEO plugin. That helps as well. Um, So other than making your code really friendly and, of course, writing content because, as you said, content is king, what you really need is people linking to you. Without the links, you're not going to do that well. Think of links as, like, a voting system. The more people linking to you, the higher chance you have of ranking higher. So a good way to find out who's linking to your competitors or other people is you would just use – you can use free tools like Uber suggests that – you know, I have, and I release on my Neil Patel site and that tool will end up telling you, Hey, who's linking to your competition. What are the most popular pages? And that'll give you ideas on what to focus on, because if you know, that's working for your competitors, the good chance that'll work for you as well.
0: So you think that, I mean, so would you say that Google has a, has a much heavier weight on off page? Uh, strategies than on page because I know you mentioned and I I'm I'm really aware of SEO as well uh, I'm you know uh, you know and the thing is is like with on page right your SEO your on site SEO and you know um for example like interlinking and 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 title tags and and meta meta descriptions and all that all that stuff that's very important right but you think off page um like content like writing for third party sites backlinks you think that's more important Google is looking for that ha- Google has a heavier weight on those strategies rather than on page do you think or is it kind of balanced or
1: it's a mixture of everything they're looking at on page links they're looking at content they're looking at things like cross linking and your title tags and duplicate content and time on site and dwell time they're looking at how many brand queries you have they're literally looking at you know hundreds and hundreds of factors the reason being is seo is competitive they want to provide the best results for users so they now really have to dissect and look at everything to do the best
0: Mm -hmm. and you know based on um what are your thoughts on like social media i know you know there's social media signals right so for example um you know i i write a piece of content on entrepreneur.com right and that that content gets a thousand shares and and what have you those those social signals do those impact uh, a company's website rankings or or no
1: indirectly they do directly no
0: Think of it this way, you get a lot of
1: social shares, people visit it, Uh, they visit it, they like it, they uh, comment on your site, you know, they end up maybe even linking to you because they like what they have to see, but again, you know, directly no, but indirectly, yes. Mm
0: -hmm. And based on, you know, your experience, Neil, and of course on, on a holistic view perspective, can you give us kind of your best tips on, on essentially how to create an online presence that is, I mean, that essentially becomes a money maker? because obviously, you know, we, everyone wants to make money online, online's where it's at, um, you know, and, and, and yeah, websites can do that e-commerce and all that, but, but how is the, what are the best ways to really monetize content? And you know, because I find that to be really hard. I get a lot of questions on that, you know, in regards to like we put out all this content, right? Or I'm just t- talking about company in general. I'm sure many of your clients they put out all the, they put out all this content, um, you know, all over social media and all these other websites, but they're not really monetized. What what kind of tips would you give, or any strategies, tactics would you give to to really just start making money from from this content, like call to actions and things like that?
1: Yeah. So there is no shortcut there. If if you want to end up doing well online, you want to build that brand, you want to get the traffic, you got to put in the work and give people value. And if you Mm -hmm. don't give them enough value, you're not going to have a popular site. Other than that, you can end up running ads. But if you want to build a presence, you want to do well in the long run, you got to give, give, give and give for a very long time before you start milking it for cash.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I 100% agree. I think providing value is the number one um, factor. I think, I think I, I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, I'm sure you see this on LinkedIn, right, Neil? Like you see a lot of people that are, they they they're they're putting out all these messages, these videos, these blogs. But the thing is, there's no. I, in some of them, not all of them, but in some of them, I'm seeing. I'm not really seeing that much value put out to their audience. I'm seeing just a lot of like salesy content. Like with your content, I love it, man, because you're, you're providing, you're giving everyone so much knowledge. Like when I, when I watch your videos, um, you're just, it's like, you're, and I know I'm not saying there, you know, there's, there's easy shortcuts, nothing like that, but you're just, you're, it's like, you're, you're kind of, you're, how do I say this? You're kind of getting people into the, into the way you think and the way you've built your businesses and the way you treat your clients. And you're almost giving it out for free. And I love that you're just giving out all these, all this amazing insights and expert knowledge and things like that. And, and that I think helps you build so much authority. And that's why I really value you and your content. I just, I wish many people did that. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm seeing so much salesy content out there. It's crazy. Um, and, and like, part of my question is like, Is it, is important you think to always have a call to action with like these videos that I put out on LinkedIn and and all these platforms, or you think it's just the, it's more about the message.
1: It's more about the message. And then in the long run, you know, of course you want to have call to actions to get people to buy your products, buy your services, opt in for a lead, but it takes a bit of time at the beginning and you should first focus on building the value and the trust and that relationship with people before you have that call to action.
0: Yeah. And, and like just based on your experience, like what do you see a lot of people doing wrong while building their businesses? You know, you work with 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 um, I mean several different uh, large companies and probably uh, startups as well. Like, what do you what do you see people doing wrong while building their companies?
1: Uh, they don't test and iterate. They stick with the thing. It's not working, and they keep sticking with it. I'm like, well, if it's not working, you need to try something new or try a different approach. <laughs> like you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. I don't know if you mm-hmm. sneeze there, but if you did, bless you.
0: No, 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 I didn't. I was laughing. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like I always noticed that I think a lot of people are not trying. I think they keep doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, do you, do you see a lot of companies there? Do you, do you feel like the way they're putting out their messages? Um. Do you feel like, and do you think that people could, out their messages much better in terms of the way they're just the way they're putting out their content like their videos their blogs do you think like what tips do you have in regards to just the way people should message their audience
1: yeah uh, you should message it. there is no quick solution for that every audience is different b2b b2c is it educational Is it humor you need to go out there figure out what your audience wants and keep trying to provide it and instead of worrying about how you're messaging it, continue to try to improve, ask for feedback, ask them, what could you do to improve? Um, and look at the stats and the data. If you're seeing that you're getting more likes and comments and engagement on certain types of messaging versus others, it'll give you an idea of what's working versus what's not.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also, you know, Neil, like for, you, know, we, well, I mentioned personal branding a little bit before. Um, and you, you know, you have a strong personal brand, but, When, I mean, do you think it's always smart for companies to have one person in the company, like the face of the company, the CEO, the CMO, or what have you build a personal brand? Or do you think like all employees should do that in a company? Like, when do you think it's, my question is, when do you think it's smart to build a personal brand?
1: I don't think you need a personal brand. Um, I know people want to build them, but you know, who's the CEO of Coca-Cola? Most people don't know. Coca-Cola still makes an arm and a leg, you know. Corporate brands are worth more. Tony Robbins is one of the most famous personal brands. You give me any personal brand, I don't know who, pick any, I can tell you a company who's worth more money. In essence, don't build a personal brand, build a corporate brand first, in my eyes at least.
0: Yeah, no, no. And, and I saw a video of you talking about that as well, which was, which was awesome. But when do you think it's smart to build a personal brand, I, I guess is more of my question
1: from day one why not you know at the same time you're building a corporate brand you can also build up your personal brand as well Mm
0: -hmm. and do you think like we all i mean we all know that technology is evolving you know there's artificial intelligence and blockchain and you know virtual reality augmented reality there's so many technologies coming out uh and trending now how do you think like just based on your experience or where you see the market is headed neil how do you think technology, such as AI, for example, is affecting digital marketing? And it will also, more
1: in you know, years from now, but it'll mm-hmm. end up happening where it's going to be like, "Hey, I notice you're out of um, Organic Valley milk. Would you like to try Altadena milk? Click here. We're running a promotion, and you click a button, and it comes and it's fifty percent off."
0: <laughs> I mean, so do you? So I know you said a, Were you mentioned Were you talking about AI?
1: Yeah, AI, like in the fridge, like your fridge helping you buy products and services. Like I believe AI is going to be connected to the offline world. You're going to start seeing people like Google running ads for things like kitchen appliances and offline stuff as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and what about like in regards to, for example, um, like, vo- like voice search? You know, we keep hearing a lot about. Um, more voice search. Like what are your thoughts on voice search right now or, or just voice in general? Like do you think that's something that a lot of marketers have to really pay attention to? I, I hear a lot about that right now.
1: Yeah, I do believe voice search is very popular uh, and it's gonna get more and more popular. According to Comscore, score, fifty percent of searches by twenty twenty will be voice search. Uh, but yeah, in general, you know, if you wanna do well in in the long run, you got to do things like voice search. Make sure your site's HTTPS compatible. Make sure it loads fast. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're answering questions that people commonly type in in one sentence, so that way they pull from you. So you got to start doing a little bit of all those things to start getting some of that traffic as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and like you know, with digital marketing, um, Neil, like where do you feel that it's headed? Right now, I mean, I know it's evolving. I think, as we talked about, technology is evolving. Everything's changing so drastically. Where, where do you think digital marketing is headed in the future, or even just maybe, maybe even just in 2019?
1: Yeah, just like what I told you uh, a little bit ago when we we're talking about AI, that's where I think it's headed. Where your fridge is connected with marketing and products and services, and it starts ordering stuff for you based on whoever's paying the most amount of money.
0: And do you think that? For example, Google, when you know, I, I mean, th- there's all these updates that always come out. You know, like in the past with Penguin and all that Panda updates. Uh, do you feel that Google is going to be changing the way they weight different strategies? For example, like content or social media or or the way you optimize a website. Do you think that that's going to be changing as well? Like, wh- what do you feel that? Where do you, how do you think that's evolving in regards to just content or social media? How, how do you think that's that's changing, or do you think it just it's it's kind of been the same for for the last few years?
1: It's been in similar to- for the last few years. They're more so yeah. focusing on newer channels like AI and voice and monetizing things like voice search through Google Home or Alexa. And you know, it's they're focusing on the bigger picture versus mm-hmm. the smaller picture. Would be how can we fine tune Google? Well, They've already done an amazing job fine-tuning Google. Yeah, they always tweak their algorithm, um, and they'll probably still release more updates over time. But it's more so—I do believe Google even sees it. They got to adapt with the future, and they are.
0: Yeah. So Neil, just kind of jumping a little bit here. You know, if you had to rewind, what would you have done differently during your entrepreneurial journey? Are there are there anything? Is there anything like that you feel? Man, I you know, I wish I I didn't do that or I wish I did that differently. Certain processes or or just the way I don't know. I mean, what what would you think you would have done essentially different in the, in the past in your journey?
1: I would have hired people who have already done it over and over again and pay more and hire better people earlier on. I've been doing that now, but I wish I did that like 5 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and do you you know for you building all these you know these businesses and companies and you being an entrepreneur for for a long time now very successful entrepreneur, what struggles I mean we all know that it's not easy to to build a, a company I mean I know that from building my company for the last eight years it's it's hard it's a lot of hard work man like you mentioned it takes a lot of patience grit, uh, perseverance, but with that being said, what struggles did you um, did you go through during your your journey and How did you really overcome them and, and, you know, in more in business?
1: Yeah. Well, there's always ups and downs. Um, Mm -hmm. you're always going to struggle. It's going to be different for every person, but all you can really do is. Look back. What are the mistakes you made and avoid making the same ones over and over again. And if you do that, eventually you'll be left with what you should be doing, but. There is no quick way to overcome them. It's just, you got to face them as they come by and learn from them. So you don't make the same mistakes over and over again.
0: Yeah. So the last three questions I have, Neil. I always ask this with every uh, every inter- every person I interview on the show. Um, how do you define failure? How do you define business? And how do you define success?
1: So wait, how do you defining failure? I look at failure as you just quitting and giving up, and you're not doing anything. The second one is how do you define business? Yep. I define business as you know, doing something that's solving a problem, creating something that's helping others or making the world a better place, but you're solving problems that people are facing. And what's the third one?
0: And the third one is how do you define success?
1: Whatever makes you content and happy. To me, that is success. It's not money. It's whatever makes you content and happy.
0: Yeah. Cool. Neil, I really appreciate it, man. Thanks again. And and, uh, where can, uh, tell me where everyone can find you, website, social media handles, everything.
1: Yeah, they can all find me at uh, uh, neilpateldigital.com. that's my ad agency or neilpatel.com is my personal blog
0: perfect Neil again man I, I really appreciate you being on the show and um, thanks for for all you know providing all your insight and um, and knowledge and um, i I'm sure a lot of people are gonna find you know this very very engaging and interesting and um, again really appreciate your your time and and being here so I'm, I'm very humble thank you very much cool thanks for having me thanks Neil okay take care bye Thanks, everyone, for listening. And this is your host, Michael Giorgio, on Tales from the Pros. And until next time, thanks, guys.